When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, come on, let's go. Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Canton, Ohio. Let me see. Yep, the sun is out. But it's 35 degrees. Where the heck are we, man? Yesterday was about 70, and today, let me turn this headphone up a little bit. Today, 35 degrees, man. If you don't have some nasal congestion or hacking up stuff, I don't know what to tell you, because we all are. Uh, Good afternoon, and welcome to the Kenny and JT Show. Kenny's got the day off today. He's getting ready for hockey up in Cleveland. So we're going to keep you company tonight, and we've got a lot of things to talk about here. Second half of the Cavaliers season starts last night, and what did we tell you? Play a little bit better from the foul line, which they did. They shot about 85%. Limit the turnovers, which they kind of did. Denver turned the ball over more than we did. Uh, they turned it over, I believe, 16 times to our 10. That's good. Defense was decent. A lot of points in the paint. 68 points in the paint, I believe, the Cavaliers score last night. But where do you get beat? From a team that shoots from the perimeter. And Denver comes away with a 115-109 win. And last night's game was tough to watch for a couple of reasons. Obviously because they lose. Secondly, you know, when I get home in the evening and my days are just, let's face it, this whole week with Guardians Media Week, and we'll get into more Guardians talk in a little bit, we'll hear from a lot of the players that Kenny and I got the uh, uh, opportunity to interview this week. I get home, and I've got the DVR on, and I'm recording the game. I'm watching it. It's kind of nice this way. You're fixing dinner. Lisa's at work. Excuse me. Taking my time. Get the Wonder Dog outside. Let her do her business. Come back in. Finish dinner. Fast forward through the game. Really a good game. And again, tell me if you've heard this story before. Cavaliers decide to play for three quarters, but that's not the big question here. The question is, why would somebody text me the final score before I was done watching it? It sucked. It was so bad because I was really into it. And I was in, it was really an entertaining game up until midway through the fourth quarter. I'm thinking to myself, okay, and we've said this all season long. This team can play with anyone, but they're just not quite there yet. And it showed last night. That team from Denver shoots lights out from three. They go 17 to 36 for 47%. Cavaliers couldn't buy a bucket from three point. They shoot six to 26 for 23%. Not going to be good enough. Again, Cavaliers can't close. First leg of a back to backer. Second unit, as we said, needs to carry more of the load. Listen to some of these numbers. And depending upon whether or not you consider Isaac Okoro a starter, for all intents and purposes, he is. We're going to count him both times as a starter and part of that second unit. Karis LeVert gets you 31 minutes and only six points. Isaac Okoro, 20 minutes and only two points. you got to have more from one of those guys 
depending upon which one starts. We know on paper Isaac Okoro is the starter right now. Jetty Osmond, 26 minutes, 5 points. Lamar Stevens, 13 minutes, 5 points. My man Dean Wade, come on, man. They chose you over Kevin Love for a reason. And it ain't seven minutes and only two points. Might have given us a little bit more defensively. Got in foul trouble early. But the problem, like I said, is the Cavaliers still can't close and the second unit isn't holding their weight. Your starters played well. Jared Allen, 14 points. Evan Mobley, by the way, looked like, my goodness, he's shooting threes. Kid's going to be a beast, and he's still young. He's too young to lead the team, but he's good enough to be one of the best players on any given night. D. Mitch, 22. DG gives you 22 as well. So basically what we're telling you is in a six-point loss, you need more from that second unit. And like I said before, tell me if you've heard that story before. Cavaliers travel to Atlanta tonight, and by the way, they're rumored to be in the market for Quinn Snyder as their next head coach. One-and-a-half-point road dog tonight, but you get Ricky Rubio. Maybe that will solve some of that second unit stuff. So we'll talk more Cavaliers basketball, and it's unfortunate now you're on a two-game losing streak, and you're looking at maybe a three- or a four-game losing streak immediately because tonight you're not a good road team. You're playing in Atlanta. Atlanta usually gives you fits, knocked you out of the play-in tournament last year. Um, And then you've got Toronto on Sunday, and I don't believe we've beaten that team yet this year. 0-3 against Toronto, a much more physical team. But again, with only about 20 games remaining, you don't know what you're going to get out of teams like that. So that's Cavalier stuff. Got a lot of things going on in the Hall of Fame city right now. We've got high school hoops, boys and girls, and a swim tournament going on at C.T. Brandon. Brian, get us caught up to date if you could. What's going on? Because... There are some scores that have been reported, some that haven't been reported. Who's playing when? We've got a streaming game tonight. We've got a game on the radio tomorrow. I'm confused. Help me out. All right. Sit back and relax Thank while you. I uh, uh, go over these things. Tonight. 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 Uh, we have uh, Geneva and Alliance on the stream in uh, early round Division one, uh, Division 2 action. Alliance 14-8, and eight, but they've lost their last three. They are taking on a 9-14 and 14 Geneva team. You want the rest of the schedule tonight? Tonight? Tonight. Go ahead. Uh, also in Division Two, Canfield at Marlington, Indian Valley at Minerva, Northwest at Bay Village, in Division Three, Columbia at St. Thomas. Tusla opens their playoff run against the top seed in their district, Norway. Central is at Brooklyn, Sandy Valley in West Muskingum, Malvern, and Ridgewood. Central in New York City. No wonder Trucker yeah. couldn't join me today. Yeah. He's in Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, I'm in Brooklyn. I actually asked Trucker. I reached out to Trucker Lindisman to see if he could co-host today because Kenny's got the day off, and he couldn't because Blew they, they had a ba- basketball game. Blew well, he's not the coach of the I know, but he's got to be there. When uh, you're Look, when you're a state champion and you're uh, – what else does he do? He's not a teacher. What is he, an administrator somehow? Right. Like a, some important Some stuff, kind of counselor or something. Yeah, he thinks he's important. He so. is important. Yeah. He's got to be there, and we, we understand that. We'd, we'd rather have him here, but I understand he's got to be there. Okay. At least look good. Not tonight. Not tonight. But tomorrow. What? Uh, on, the, on the radio, <laughs> we have uh, Green taking on Harding on the radio. Check this out. Green 17-6, and six, Harding 16-7. and seven. Really? I didn't know Harding was that good this year. Um, they are, apparently. You know what? That school right now, football and basketball, I don't know about baseball or track or any of the other sports, it resembles what's going on right here in the center of town with Kent McKinley. Mm-hmm. It just does. 
Well, speaking of the pups, they uh, tomorrow will be uh, taking on Nordonia. More uh, early round action. Division One: Fitch and Glenoak, Maslin and Hoban, Willoughby South and Jackson, Hoover, Walsh, Jesuit, Solon, and Louisville. And uh, shout out to the girls basketball teams that are still remaining, playing division finals in Division One tonight. Jackson and Solon, McKinley and Walsh, Jesuit, Green and Hoban, Division 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 Two finals tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Copley and Northwest. And uh, Marlington and uh, Lake County Perry, Marlington, you can't call them the Lady Dukes. Why? Well, because wouldn't it be the Duchesses? That's a great question. Either way, good luck. The Royals, I don't know. The Royals always get me confused. Well, you can do Lady Bulldogs and, you know, Lady this, Lady Vikings, but you can't (laughs) do Lady Dukes because Duke is a a guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. It would have to be Duchesses. That's a great question. We have to find somebody over there and find out if they know the answer to that question. I have no idea. So there you go. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. You mentioned McKinley and Nordonia. Yes. I'll give you a little trivia here. What does McKinley and Nordonia have in common? I'm sure there are multiple things, but I'm thinking of one. One person, actually. Somebody at McKinley has spent time in Nordonia. Possibly. Take your time. Uh, We've got four hours. Well, you have to talk amongst yourself there while I think. I'm just going <laughs> to throw this out, Antonio Hall. No, I that would be incorrect, No, because he was at McKinley. You're, you're on the right path. It, it does have something to do with the McKinley football program. Uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. I won't give you the answer. You think about it. And in the meantime, I'll pose it to our listeners what does McKinley High School and Nordonia have in common on the football field at 330-450-1480? Good, because I'm stumped. We have nothing up for grabs, nothing to give away. Just see if you can answer the question. As we give you the last Friday of the month, Uh-oh. which means next week is first Friday. Go ahead and take that question. Right, it's got to we... be. Hi, you're on the air with JT. Who's this? Hello. Telemarketer? Hello? Hello? Anyone there? Oh. I'll turn it up. Oh, now you're there. Hello? Hello. Hey, who's this? Brian Moore. Brian Moore, you are on the air. Hey, I had a quarterback in college named Brian Moore. You're not the same Brian Moore that played football at BW, are you? No, sir. Ah, rats. Anyway, uh, are you calling because you know the answer to the question? You're on the air, by the way. I think so. Is it Terry Forbes? You are absolutely correct. Terry Forbes was a football coach in Nordonia, came to McKinley for two years, and won a state football championship. Nice job, Brian. Hey, thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. See, there thanks. it is. Thanks, thanks for playing. <laughs> this phone's broke, Brian. Uh, That's what it is. Look. Buttons and <laughs> Don't say that. Terry Forbes. That's the answer to the trivia question, where you win absolutely nothing on the last Friday of the month. But I can That's sleep how easier I roll. now. I know. That's how I roll. We're going to get into some Browns talk today. Um, I was thinking about this on my ride in because we were going to have Scott Petrick, as we always do at 4 o'clock on Fridays, but unfortunately he can't join us because he's on vacation. But I didn't know that, and I had already started working on questions to ask him, so I will ask them to you, the caller, today. And I'm thinking about Kevin Stefanski hiring these new coaches. I look at it this way. Whether you're Schwartz, whether you're Bubba Ventrone, I've got a couple of things on Bubba, but first, Schwartz. Come into a situation where the defense wasn't that good, but you had a lot of injuries there as well. 
We know they need help on the defensive line and probably linebacker too. But again, the linebacking crew was all injured. Maybe that's why we were so bad against the run last year. Although we know it was really defensive tackle. But wouldn't it be easier if you're a defensive coordinator walking into a situation where they've told you for the last three years that you've got talent on that side of the ball and yet you're not playing lights out? Easier to fix it because you think there's talent there or is this a harder job because you're coming into a situation you're not really familiar with? And don't give me this, he was an assistant 25 years ago or whatever it was. I'm not buying that. But I, as a defensive coordinator, walk into a situation and say, I can fix this. I'm watching the, the film from last year, and the secondary doesn't know where they're going. I can fix that. I can dumb it down if that's what it takes. Or if I've got the proper personnel, I can put them in the best situation to succeed. I say this should be an easy job for Schwartz. Now let's move on to Bubba Fentrone. You think about Mike Prefer, and I know my partner Kenny Rhoda wanted to have this dude fired a year ago. I'm not so sure I believe in it, unless, of course, uh, the creative fire isn't there for the special teams coach. And we give him all the credit for winning that playoff game in Pittsburgh. Browns hadn't won one in, what, 26 years, whatever it was. That alone is mind-boggling that you have to throw out some statistics like that. I choose to not even look it up because all we know is it hasn't happened since Moby Dick was a minnow. This team doesn't make the postseason. Forget about winning games in the postseason. You can't win them if you don't get there. Well, it was like a Tony Romo quote there, wasn't it? Can't win in the postseason if you don't get there. I liked your minnow quote better. What did he say? <laughs> he said, he said, second down. No, he said. Six points is better than three points, didn't he? Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> Do your minnow. What was your minnow line again? Since Moby Dick was a minnow. Oh. It's a long time. It's a lot of growing right there. It's an old Bob McClain quote. Stole it from him. May he rest in peace. But I move into this Bubba Ventrone situation and Mike Prefer. What were the big problems with the special teams with the Browns last year? Everybody wants to point the finger at the young kicker. He missed a lot of kicks. Extra points, field goals, blocks, too low, whatever, missed them. I don't know. But there's a couple of things wrong here. A, and I looked this up, I don't think the Browns have a kicking coach. Let that sink in for a second. On your special teams, you brought in a guy who's going to be the new special teams coach and assistant head coach who was never a kicker. Where were most of the problems in the special teams? Kicking game. Maybe you go get a kicker. They did it on the commercial for Gronk. We need a kicking coach. Now, we also need this. And I talked about maybe he needed a light fired up underneath him, and maybe Mike Prefer's a little bit burned out. He'd been there for a while. He'd been with Stefanski in Minnesota. Maybe he's not the right guy for the job because maybe he doesn't want to be there. And by that, I mean maybe he doesn't want to be a special teams coach. He was the head coach or interim coach when Stefanski had COVID, so maybe he wants a better or a bigger title. And that, my friends, is the reason Bubba Ventrone took the Browns job because he's not just a special teams coach. He's an assistant head coach on his way to becoming a head coach. But again, even though he was a special teams specialist, we'll call it, 
the dude never kicked. But if he can get this team to listen to him, I would trade all of that for a kick return team without a holding penalty or a block in the back and teach these guys some discipline. That's what the Browns need more than anything. That's one of the reasons you went out and you got an experienced defensive coordinator. You need to teach discipline and hold these players accountable. On a good team, you'd say, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a guy return a punt for a touchdown? We had one last year. But for all intents and purposes, it was between that and Travis Benjamin was the last one, I believe, before Donovan Peoples-Jones had one last year. You could be talking football like I know what I'm talking about today. But again, you got a guy walking into a situation I think he can correct. He can rectify those mistakes. Get a guy in there and let's concentrate on the hands team on a kickoff so you don't lose in the last minute 55 to the Jets. Get a guy that puts your offense in a better situation because the other team finally punts and you get good field position and don't get backed up because there was an illegal block in the back every time. Every time the Browns go to return a punt, it seems like there's uh, yellow flags on the field. What do they call it? Laundry. Tired of it. Get yourself into a better situation. Get yourself surrounded by coaches that you didn't, you aren't that comfortable with. Because you didn't spend the last 15 years in Minnesota with them. And somebody that either looks up to you because you're their boss or somebody you can hold accountable. Maybe Kevin Stefanski wouldn't hold Mike Prefer accountable. He didn't hold Joe Woods accountable. Now, I know they didn't coach together, but they were, they were, they did at some point in time. But they didn't spend all that time in Minnesota, Joe Woods and Kevin Stefanski. But they were still really tight. You need to hire somebody that's not your best friend and let them do their job. Do it well and get things moving in the right direction. We talked a little bit about Guardians Week. We used to call it Wahoo Week, and it was for the media. And what they would do is they would invite about five radio stations out to spring training, and they were all the big-time affiliates. We're one of them. We're actually the second next to the flagship. We're the second biggest affiliate in the Guardians Radio Network. That's one of the reasons Bart Swain and the powers that be uh, made a lot of these guys available for Kenny and I to interview over the week. And we're going to hear some of these interviews. Mike Chernoff, Tom Hamilton, Zach Plezak, Bo Naylor, Cal Quantrill. By the way, he gets the first start of the season, and the preseason starts tomorrow. I can't wait for baseball. I love baseball. People ask me all the time. What's your favorite sport to watch, listen, whatever? For me, it's baseball. I don't know why. I never played. Maybe I wish I always could have played. I can remember listening to Indians games before we had cable. Yes, that's true, folks. Kids, there wasn't always cable. There wasn't always cell phones. There wasn't always the intranet. I can remember listening to Indians games in the back room at Fulton Market. There was a little grocery store, Fulton Grocery Store, right there in the corner of Cottage. It was incredible. We would go into the back room and we would listen to the ball games. It was incredible. Is that the name of it? Fulton? I'm thinking Fulton Drugs. It wasn't Fulton Drugs. It was the grocery store. It's Planet Art now. But when it used to be a grocery store, and my father had one too, and they kind of were like competitors, but every neighborhood in town had a little corner grocery store. 
Ours was Shaheen Market, 11th and McKinley. Fulton Market, I believe it was called. Eh, I don't know. We used to listen to the games right there. Little transistor radio, man. It was fun. That's why it was my favorite, man. We'll hear more of those interviews. Gardens Radio Week. We had the opportunity to interview a lot of players. Uh, we'll do Born to Run a little bit later on. And half the infield as well. So it's it's going to be an interesting show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we invite your phone calls at 330-450-1480. We have one now? Go ahead and take Herb. He's got an answer for you. Who is it? This is Herb? Yeah. Herb, you're a Northwest guy. What am I thinking of? Uh, cottage Market. Cottage Market. That's it. How dumb. Yeah, I love it. I went down there all the time myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thanks for uh, reminding me that. See, that's how no, old no I problem. am. Yeah, thanks right. for that. Yeah, it's Cottage Market. Cottage in Fulton. See, it was Fulton Drugs Cottage Market. I knew he would know because he's a layman guy and he grew up in that neighborhood. Let's get our first break in right now. We invite your phone calls again. Kenny's got the day off. I'm JT, local guy making good on your radio. 35 degrees in downtown Canton, 330-450-1480. It's a Kenny and JT show. The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHBC.